Category is mental health. Category is it takes a village. Category is motherfucking stories over stigma. <laughs> wow, we're back. You know, I always started off like nothing pithy, but it's like, wow, we're back for another week. I know, it makes it sound like you're surprised. <laughs> you know what? Considering like all the drama <laughs> that happens, I am surprised. Not because we can make it back for another show, but that we're still alive another week. You know, considering it's considering this week. Oh wow, what a freaking week this has been. This has been just like an absolute nightmare of a week, huh, honey? Nobody. I mean, Wowzer. So why don't you, I mean, you've had a little bit of a tough week. Yeah. It's been real tough. Yeah. So we don't have a guest this week. We don't need one because. And the reason we don't have one. Right. Is because I've been depressed all week. You've been depressed a lot longer than just one week though, sweets. That's true. So. But so depressed that they wanted to put my little butt in the hospital. So take, first you switched from Lamictal to Latuda when? year ago so a year ago i noticed the difference see that's one thing about like when being with you for 18 years now going on that like i you know i though we didn't know you had bipolar when we got married afterwards i was there from the beginning so i know at this point what your triggers are what medication um you know issues look like and you usually know better than me and you have not been yourself for the last basically year and my theory is is that just like the first time with lamictal your medicine's not strong enough but we're not gonna we're not gonna go there but the thing is is that i knew something was wrong because your attitude changed like a while ago and he's been bitching about it ever since exactly for a whole year i knew but you know what you want to talk about a nag and you know what and we had a bad like like what was one bad moment in 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 august that we won't get into but i knew then that there was like there there were some medication things going on i figured it was because you haven't slept which is true it is true i'm not sleeping you're not sleeping well i'm not sleeping and and part of the i can't hear myself no you don't you don't need to hear yourself go ahead i want to hear myself no you will i'm gonna turn it up in the mic from Okay, sorry, go ahead. Um, it freaks me out when I can't hear myself. No, you you're here. It's not like COVID. You can you can it's like you can taste, but so I don't I don't know what he's talking about in <laughs> August. Um but I'm not sleeping well and they put me on a sleep medicine, which is trazodone, and what the trazodone does is I already have really low blood pressure and the trazodone drops your blood pressure. So you have somebody with low blood pressure who's on a medication to drop your blood pressure and you get dizzy spells. So I was getting dizzy all the time and we couldn't figure it out. And so my primary care doctor was like, well, I don't want you to take that anymore. And I was like, great, I won't take it anymore. And then my psychiatrist was like, well, I don't want to put you on a sleep medication that's going to be addictive. So there's nothing else really I can put you on. And he's like, great. So I'm not dizzy, but I'm not sleeping. Right. And, you know, and, and the challenge with that is that she's not sleeping. And when she doesn't sleep, things go really bad. And this week, I think it hit 
I mean, it was, I haven't seen. Well, we hit rock bottom. Yeah, I haven't seen that Rebecca in a very long time. And and it was scary because I still had to work. Yeah, I had to smile. Were, you were busy too. I had to, yeah. It wasn't like it was an easy work week. Like you had a lot of events and you were gone late at night. And so you weren't coming home at your regular time. And... Right. And, 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 I'm, and, I'm, and I'm worried about you. I come home, you're in bed. And, well, I was in bed most of the day, so right, right, and you know, it, it was it, it. It's been troubling. It's been troubling because this is not her. Where she was not excited about anything in her life, and she just wanted to just blow it all up and just you know leave it to the wind. And I, you know, I, I was. Mean, it was your typical depression. I got very apathetic about everything. Right, and then. At the height of it, like, I just didn't give a shit anymore. Like, what's the point? There's right. no purpose. Right. Blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. Right. And and and, and that's just, oh, that's un- that's unfortunate. And I, I know we'll get by it, you know, and I know that it will work itself out. I'm, you know, I'm convinced there. But, like, the, the, just the bottom line is, is that no one needs to go through that where they're just not themselves. Yeah, so they, my doctor raised the Latuda by 20 milligrams. So I'm on half of what is the Uh, highest dose. The threshold, yeah. Yeah, I'm at half of the threshold. Yeah. But, you know, with antipsychotics, it can take upwards of three weeks before you feel the effects. Right. And, you know, and, and that's why, like, med managers are so important. Medication is so important. And also having someone who has the expertise to know, like, and to anticipate, like, what happens when you switch your medication. The only testament, I guess the the good thing here is that you switched your medication a year ago. And you made it a year, though I noticed the personality differences. You made it a year but I will say this is why it's important that you're honest with your keratin because every time I saw my psychiatrist, I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. Everything is fine. I'm fine. Like, I didn't great. bring up any of Steven's concerns or any of the whining that he had done or any like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. I'm fine. Because that's, I, I, you go there and you're expected to be fine and I want to please the people. And so, I say what they want to hear. Well, I mean, which you know, is I'm fine. You know, the thing is, is that you know they need to be better investigators, um, but they don't know you as well as I do. <laughs> How do you want them to investigate? I mean, it was different at the beginning because you always went to the appointments with me, and this is the one doctor where I've been going to the appointments by myself, and that's not going so well. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because you always went to medication management appointments with me. Well, yeah, I mean, and I always offered that extra, like, um, you know, you know, perspective that maybe even you weren't so aware of just because I'm not in your head. I'm outside looking in. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, but neither. But you know what's so interesting about that? Mm-hmm. It has not been since Ike Noichi who is one of the most stellar international like psychiatrists on the planet was running Sibley hospital in DC for a while. Like it wasn't since him that anyone has ever said, let me talk to your spouse. 
No. St- like he would say, Stephen, stay in the room because what I want to do is, oh, bring him in the room yeah. so that we can talk because I want to get Stephen's perspective too. He was the first to do it and the last. Yeah, he was in a, he's incredible. He's a credible but physician. But I will say, when the alarm bell started ringing, everyone wanted to talk to you. Right. Everybody in the care team wanted to talk to you. Right. When I rang the alarm. Right. When things went bad, yeah, they wanted to talk to me and get a perspective. And like, you know, that's might be a little too little too late. I mean, it's kind of reactive instead of proactive. I mean, we should have had that discussion a long time ago. But I mean, it's kind of like, you know, even with your psychotherapist, like when when there was stuff going on, he was like, well, is your husband there? Well, can you put him on? Let's talk. Yeah, you Sunny know, does that. yeah, I mean, she, you know, she, you know, she was proactive. So whatever, I, you know, I mean, everyone has their own style, their own strategy and their own approach <laughs> to, um, to, 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 to care. Uh, but I'm just saying it hasn't been since Ike Noichi that someone has actually sought me out. I mean, even the physician in Massachusetts that I assume was good, but turns out you didn't really like her either. Um, she was kind of flighty. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, she, she also you know, didn't ask about like, well, what is your, you know, l- let me talk to your husband. Let me get a perspective. And at least even still, even to feel, feel out the spouse to make sure you're in a safe environment. I mean, there's a number of reasons to bring in the spouse so you can make sure that the person you're caring for has an all around stable environment. And that has not happened. And also the idea is, is that the thing is you can't make assumptions but like I noticed when I noticed when things are not right with you, and mm-hmm. I, I know I know I just know what it is. Yeah, I know what it looks like. Yeah, and um, I'm not a physician, you know, I'm not a healthcare professional, but I have enough sense to know when things are not right with you. So, and to um, top it all off, my son gave me a cold. Yeah, your son, you know, which l- listen. These young people today he goes to that nasty high school. Well, I don't even know what's wrong with that high school. You know, let's just talk about our lives for a minute. These people, <gasps> he at the, got he got in trouble. On so he, okay, so so we we talked a little bit about this before, and and now our son has given us permission to tell the internet world. Sebastian was riding the bus. Sebastian got peer pressured. That's what we're told. We got peer pressured into trying weed. On the bus, okay? So this is going on on the bus. Some kid had a vape pen, something or other. So he tried weed. Big deal. Um, It is a big deal because I don't know where that weed came from. That's a problem for me. Not to mention he's underage. He is underage, but it's not like it's the end of the world is my point. No, no, it is the end of the world for me, but go ahead. Okay. (laughs) So we found this out. And we called him on the carpet about it. And he lied. He lied like crazy because that's what he does. And then finally he came clean. But I called the school and I told the school, I was like, look, they're smoking weed on the back of your bus. This is the bus number. This is what's happening. You should probably check it out. Didn't hear nothing. Then Sebastian got a bus referral last week. Because he flipped somebody off and was using foul language and wouldn't sit in his assigned seat. Like, okay. He got a referral for that. And he got told that if he didn't stop it and play nice, that he couldn't ride the bus anymore. But the kids in the back of the bus can smoke weed and that's okay. 
Yeah, you know, my son, you know, who is obviously biracial, has always said the black kids in the school have it the hardest. And I don't know whether they see and him. And not only is he biracial, so the black kids in the school have it the hardest, but he's also an alternative kid. His hair is purple. Yeah. His nails are painted. Right. Like, he, he's just an alternative kid. And I don't want to stifle him, but, I mean, I know society will eventually, and that's basically what he's up against now. Right. But, well, you know, we're very much like, express yourself. You know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, express yourself. Be yourself. Do you. But then we get to the bottom of why he did what he did. So the kid that he flipped off called him a fat ass as he was getting on the bus. So he flipped him off and said a few words to him. And then they wanted him to sit next to a kid on the bus. Now, in this age of socially distancing. So, so dude, during school, we're supposed to say three to six feet apart from each other. Right. But on the bus. No, you better stay. Yeah. You got to sit next to each other now because right. you're on the bus and it's assigned seat. I'm like, this is some bullshit. Like, no. So I wrote back to the vice principal about the weed, about how nobody commented about that. And I also wrote to him and I said, my son is not to sit next to somebody on the bus because of COVID, because of six feet. Like, don't I don't know the vaccination status of these kids and you're going to put my kid next to them? No, absolutely not. Well, and then I think I think the problem is for me is that I keep hearing the stories of what they're doing to kids. Anytime there's some sort of racialized event in the school, I have parents calling me from other school region, like other yeah. neighborhoods, yeah. telling me that I have heard about your son's school, like and and the other school that they play football a lot, that they are so they're really racist, man. What's going on? And I hear this all the time and like and i keep and then my son comes home and tells me about how some girl was getting harassed by a friend who is white and who 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 then who then loses their shoe sebastian picks no, up no, the no, shoe no, no. sebastian's friend took her shoe off flirting with her yeah okay <coughs> well tell the story sebastian's friend the one who put diesel in our car took the girl's shoe off he was trying to flirt with her um and in the process of it his wallet also fell on the ground so sebastian told him to knock it off gave the shoe back and picked up the wallet the teacher didn't see anything happen until sebastian had the shoe and the wallet in his hand and he was like what is going on and the teacher took his friend aside and said who is the troublemaker and his friend being an asshole was like oh that's sebastian and they and he was like you know it's always the ones with the purple hair and the teacher was like yeah it usually is the ones with the purple hair and the colored nails yeah i mean i don't know if that was i don't know what kind of like sly snide remark that was i don't know what that was about but the thing is is that i understand that they're kids of color now i know my son is quote unquote white passing as they say but like the bottom line is they know his dad is black because i am very involved and after i called that teacher out last year for failing him and passing him i swear things have changed at that school i don't really care what you say because i've been there my parents who are you talking to my parents have had to stand up for me who are you 
talking to? I am talking to you. You ain't talking I, to me no, with that face in your voice. You, no, because you don't really understand what it means to be a person of color in this country, in a white environment. I never said I did. Well, the bottom line is, is I love you to death. But when I tell you that the, the school has been different to him ever since I called them out, then I need you to respect that, babe. I really Baby, do. The kids have nothing to do with no, you calling I'm talking, out the No, I am talking about the staff there. Oh. They gossip. They talk. I ain't talking about the kids. I'm talking about the staff there. And the fact is, is that that's a school okay, that already down, does not, that does not address racial issues in their environment. I understand. Calm. And they kick, and that freaking, I can't even call him a name. I will calm down because I might say something emotional. That, exactly. Calm down. Everybody yes. listens. Yes. Yes. So anyway, we, uh, we get off on this passionate topic to just say that my kid gave me a cold the kid gave him a gave her a cold yeah that's it <laughs> that's, that's how it. that started that that's is it. how that started he went to high that's school it. and he came home and he gave me a cold i really don't understand what's going on at the school but all i know is he constantly says i'm ready to go to like yeah, i'm he, ready to get out of the school he wants to drop out he wants to do homeschool. he wants to do homeschool and, and that's unfortunate we're considering it but there's a lot that goes into that. Right. And, and you know, and, and the thing is, is that the, he says all the time that anytime someone hails or hurls a racial slur, these kids are screaming the N-word in the lunchroom. They're disrespecting students of color, anybody who is different. And then anytime they go and they, and they tell... To, to tell us a, a staff person a person it's swept under the it's rug. swept under the rug and they say well there's no proof but anytime uh some he goes anytime the white kid that it was no proof goes and tells the teacher all of a sudden they're running to investigate yeah now i am no everybody knows me i am not some radical everything is because somebody is black or brown i am not that kind of person but what I will say is there is a reality in this country, and we understand we get it. But the school is supposed to be doing a better job. It's supposed to be the leaders, the beacon of society, training the next generation. And these teachers know better. They know what we just went through and everything. And it all goes back. And let me, you know why it's mental health? Because now he, like, for a while, that he doesn't want to be at school. So he, I, he just rolled his eyes at me because like, I don't, but why did you roll your eyes because, at me? Because we are having a real discussion and we got to get real about stuff. I understand that, but this show is about bipolar and mental it, health. It's, and exactly. Cause it ties in. Everything relates. Everything relates. Okay. Which brings me to another point is this cancel culture that's out there so rebecca let oh, me tell yeah. you so if in a group, week if it, the group can i set this up before no, you start I, I just want to set it up for you uh, in a week that she has had the worst week of her life no no one of them on facebook something interesting happens and and it's it's mind-blowing so the groups have been quiet and that's because i'm in facebook jail I think I get out of Facebook jail tomorrow. Not really clear, but I'm in Facebook jail because I posted in an ADHD support group that I'm bipolar too, and I was diagnosed with ADHD and that my provider doesn't want to give me a stimulant because of the effects that it can have. Does anybody have these two illnesses? Do they have anything to say? 
two people told me that no one person told me that I was obviously misdiagnosed and I don't really have bipolar I am I have ADHD and I was like okay bipolar runs deep in my family like mm -mm. bipolar runs deep in my family and I've been dealing with it for 20 plus years like I know what I have and then another person told me that she studied psychotherapy in school and that I just need to come off all of the meds because they're poisoning me. And that's the problem is that I'm on medication. So we got into a back and forth and I told her, I was like, you know, when I get off medication, I get severely depressed. That comes with suicide ideation. Like, are you going to come to my funeral and tell my children the reason why I killed myself? And she was real snotty back. And eventually I called her a bitch um rightfully so and i told her that what she was doing in a mental health support group was really irresponsible and dangerous and she shouldn't be here and i don't care what you went to school for and if you did go to school for psychotherapy you should know better and blah 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 and that was being a bully and so i got facebook jailed this is the problem i mean this is the same thing with like but she, she didn't get in trouble. She didn't get in trouble for telling me to come off my medication. Exactly. That's bullying. And that's also trying to give advice. And you're not a medical professional. Oh, it's okay, though. She studied psychotherapy in school. Oh, she, yeah, I know. I know. But a psychotherapist is still not an MD. And, and she gave me a credible source that <sighs> said that medication is poisoning us. There's also credible sources that also say ivermectin actually works to cure COVID. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, the bottom line is, is that I cannot think of anything that's more irresponsible. You're the week you were having any time. Well, and she told me this while I'm depressed. Right. <laughs> Not that it's funny. Like, she didn't know. But like, I'm already depressed. I'm already like having a hard time. And she's like, just quit your medication. So like, right. if I was anybody else, like, you and I believed her shit, I, I could have got off my medication and been in a lot worse exactly and that is exactly why that was so dangerous that was a such a dangerous and irresponsible moment yeah for you i mean so. because if yeah think think about had you had a had had you been weaker like it just emotionally well had i not known better like i know better right i've played that game before like in the beginning of my illness like i know better i i know not to come off my medication but some people don't right and it's not her place. No, it's not her place. And would she now? Would she now? As a psychotherapist, those are the questions that she should be asking herself before she just blurts them off. Facebook already been in trouble for them to put you in jail. Their algorithm to do that, or yeah. their administrators, however it's it was done, the, it it went against their community standards. That's some baloney for them to already be found out. Of, of 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 creating or allowing content that is harmful to girls allowing hate and hate for them to excuse someone to tell you to get off your meds is grossly inappropriate it is no i agree it is and i i totally am like i get it i probably shouldn't have called her the b word like maybe that was overstepping but like she was so wrong she was so wrong and it was unbelievable inappropriate 
And it's just like, it's, it's just sickening, Yeah. which, which then leads me to like, what's going on, like sort of popular culture. I mean, and I don't want to get into, that's not what we do in terms of like, just drag it on. But, you know, even with the whole Dave Chappelle thing, and that was why you had the quote when we listened to a special today and we listened to it because everyone out there is talking about how they want to cancel him. And because, but you know, the thing is, I'm reminded of like, I remember when this family member, my fam, this family member of mine, who will remain nameless, used to call gay people festives, because they infest. Oh, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to bring up his name, the, the I, person's name. I'm sorry. Festives. I was thinking because they were festive. No, no, like, no, no, yes. no, no, no. <laughs> Like, because that doesn't seem so bad. Because they infest the environment. Okay, that, that and the community. That's, that's bad. That's bad. And had that individual been in this cancel culture, I mean, not only cancel, would have been done for. Okay, well, you're gonna the, you're gonna name names tonight. Okay, yes, but <laughs> it wasn't until the individual started working out with the a trainer that he actually connected with, built a relationship with. The person was talking about their church, very a devout Christian. I know who you're talking about. In a very forward-thinking, very progressive church. When all of a sudden was like, I, you know, I was wrong. Because I learned something. I was taught something. Mm -hmm. You have to give people space to learn. You can't just cancel. Well, and the other thing is the reason for the quote from David Chappelle about empathy is because for school, I have I have to write a paper. And the whole reason for the paper is if you could change one thing about society to make it better, what would you change? And And my change would be that we have more empathy for each other and that we see each other as another human being going through the same life struggles. Mm. Because right now we have groupthink and we have, we have, you know, the thought of the other, you know, mm -hmm. the other is coming for us. So mm -hmm. we have to be scared of them because we have so few resources. And that's not true. I mean, we have abundant resources. Right. Um, and if we just saw each other as another human individual and we had a little bit more empathy for them, I think a lot of our problems would eventually dissipate. Now, would it be perfect? No, but I think it would help. Um, and so when I heard David Chappelle's empathy quote, I was like, well, I have to use that in my paper. Right. And it, it, it's a good quote. And he used it in respect to um, he told a whole story and I won't give it away. Go watch the Netflix special. Yeah, this is it, his newest. It's special. not worth canceling. It really isn't. You know, the thing is, is that if there's something that someone doesn't that says or thinks that like, you know, you got to give people space to learn and to grow. But he was bringing up some very, very interesting and very good points, um, you know, that that really do exist within the LBGTQ, um, um, you know, community, whether it's black or white. I mean, God, I mean, and my, my cousin used to say it all the time. You know, there were times where black gays were not even allowed in white gay clubs. So that's all I'll say on that. But like the thing is, is that we have to show Empathy. Empathy for those with mental illness. Empathy in the sense that you don't know what the other person is going through. You can't just flip, say, oh, stop taking your meds. No, you can't. And I don't care if you've been trained in psychotherapy or not. Right. You can't say that. That's inappropriate. First of all, she worked as a data analytist, so. She wasn't some trained. She in some wasn't working yeah. in her field. And the fact, and the fact that, 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 that she was, that, 
Rebecca was was put in in Facebook jail over that was absolutely inappropriate. Yeah. You know, it just it just absolutely was. And <clears throat> I, I, you know, I, I just I wanted to bring that up, um, you know, during today's show, because I worry sick when she's sick and she's online talking to a lot of people. And the last thing that I need is someone half cocked giving advice who's not trained to do it. There's enough bad, poor information on the market for people to absorb. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't a mental health support group. That was the really disgusting thing. Yeah. Is it like this is a support group? We're supposed to be supporting each other. We're not supposed to be giving misinformation and guiding people in the wrong way. Right. I mean, I left the group because that was just disgusting. I couldn't right. even stand it anymore. Well, I mean, and that's what's happening with this culture that we live in now. It's that you cannot stand up for yourself. You can't you can't say how you feel, even if it's inappropriate, so that you can learn. And what I mean by that is I don't mean just like being nasty and mean and to anybody. I'm saying there are people out there with convictions. They need to be free to talk about them, and we need to be free to connect on them so that we can all grow as an individual. I had a lot of learning to do when I left D.C. Everybody has a lot of learning to do when they leave home. Right. And I had home a... is isolated. Home is, you know, like I had a lot of learning to do when I left home because you become so homogenized. Well, right. I remember the first time you came to D.C. and you were like, God, I had to really realize that like what it meant to be a minority in an environment. Yeah, because Chocolate City was no joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would walk into the room and I was like the only white person. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so this is how that feels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like until you step out of your bubble and recognize how that feels, you don't have a reference point. And that's with anything. You don't know what it means to have a mental illness until you are taken care of or have a family member right. with the mental illness and you know what and that's the way it needs to be you know and that's why i love that empathy is not black it's not gay it's bi it's a two-way street baby always there's nothing black and white it's all a freaking it's all a spectrum yeah and it's 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 all a level and we all have to grow and we go we we go up we go down we say bad stuff we say good stuff we learn each time we grow (laughs) but that what they did what facebook did to Rebecca when she was standing up to herself is just grossly inappropriate. And uh I you know, I I hope Facebook gets what they deserve, honestly. They won't. On a on a happier note, yes. Um we we ran a 5K. Yes. We ran a 5K today. Yes, well we, we did we didn't run. We didn't run. Well, we we kind of we walked it. We power we walked, walked it. it. We walked it. Right. So it was runs for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was called break the stigma for mental illness awareness. Yes. yes. Um, we we posted about it, but it was pretty cool. Um, we're thinking about doing a couple more. I think it's exciting. What was great about it is that I knew you were feeling better because you went and did it. Yeah. And you looked really good after you did it. Well, the endorphins, you know, that'll mm. always help. They help pump you up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been worried sick about her. I mean, I've said it. I, I'll keep repeating it because I've been worried sick about her all week. But like, yeah, like seriously, it, the, the 5K was awesome. Yeah, it was fun to do. And my, and my legs hurt. Yeah, Steven's sore. Yeah, and it was kind of like after we, well, we'd already done last week's show and then we went hiking with friends. Yeah, we went hiking. And Lord, we went up the front end. And that was of, only like two miles. And the, well, it was straight uphill. Yeah. 
I learned the difference. And steps. And steps. I learned the difference between being in a controlled environment versus outside in the wild. Yeah, it's different. It is. It is really different. And altitude. You had to deal with altitude too. Well, was it really that bad? I mean, it was going up, so yeah, but it wasn't like Colorado altitude. <laughs> but it still affects you. Yeah, I talked to someone the other day at the Willard Hotel, uh, and uh, he was from Colorado. And he said the same thing when I told him that we would lived in our, <laughs> by the mountains. He goes, what mountains? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I said, you know, my wife says that all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just different. It's just, it's a different world. Just different. It's just, it, it is definitely a different world. But the Appalachia were once very extravagant mountains they've just been eroded over the years extravagant they are the elders of yeah. the mountain ranges right <laughs> well you know what and that's what happens and as you get old you, you shrivel you, you shrivel yeah you, you shrink you shrink all up and stuff you know <laughs> that's just what happens you know and uh that doesn't mean we don't have great grand history on the so, east coast next week we'll try and get you guys a um no we don't have to next week is summit part two this yeah oh next week is summit yeah next week is summit part two. Oh yeah. yay so summit will be next week yeah so everyone will be everyone will be back and um my goodness joelle is coming and which is really great because we're almost we're getting ready to go to brunch so that'll be fun we're also going to the renaissance fair next weekend yeah we are we're definitely going to renaissance fair i'm gonna dress up yeah last time you did the girls followed your breasts i have nice breasts that's true yeah, I don't blame them. I really don't blame them. That's inappropriate. <laughs> what is? This whole conversation. No, it's not. It's real. It's inappropriate. Um, <laughs> anyways. But I always rent my costume. So I'm going to rent my costume. <laughs> the boys never dress up with me. Because they're buttheads. Well, I mean, but we're going with friends, too. I know. So the other women will dress up with me. And yeah. Matt dresses up. Yeah, Matt dresses up. Yeah, and the best story I heard was when some people came here to do some work in the house last early last week. They said that they were going to dress up in Spider Man and like. Um, no, you said Trekkie. Yeah, Star Trek. That's it. Trek Trek uniforms and go to the Renaissance Festival and, and crash it. And I told you, it's like a whole thing. I had no idea. Yeah, I was it's like, like a whole thing. Like Trekkies will go to the Renaissance fairs in their Trek uniforms, and so the Renaissance people are like, "Ooh, who are these aliens?" I thought it was and brilliant. the Trekkie people are like, "Oh." Yeah, it's a whole thing. I, I, you know, I mean, the first thing, I mean, remember that time we were downtown D.C. and Comic-Con came through? I loved it. It was I, so fascinating. It was fascinating. I mean, I saw some of the best drag queens I ever saw in my life. Like, but for I, the would, most part, I would go to Comic-Con just to see the outfits. That's true. It's worth that money. It's expensive. It's expensive. Expensive, as they say. But I would go just to look at the outfits. I, I would they definitely. They get wild. Oh, my God. They get so wild. They were some of the best dang outfits I've ever seen. So genius. Yeah. Like, just genius costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so no, it, it was it was definitely really good. Well, that's good. So next week we'll have the summit. That'll be a good thing. Yeah. So next week will be the summit, and Joelle's coming back. Prince, who was last week's guest, will be. And one wasn't Prince good. I like. He Prince. was so good. You know, it is great to talk to law enforcement. And let me just be clear about one thing about that show last week. I 100% believe that they're nothing but great law enforcement people. I know the subject is really complicated, but I don't want that to be conflated or confused by the fact that, you know, 
um, maybe we do in some places need to think about how we, our citizenry connect with one another. And like I said, you know, when I grew up, Officer Friendly was the best. You know, I love the band every year and every in my high school, there was always officers that came up and hung out and high fived us. I mean, they weren't coming to do it. They were just coming. Hey, they loved being at Duke Ellington School of the Arts. You know, we just had good relationships. So, like, the thing about it is, is that that's what it takes. So I, I loved having Prince on because he was able to be on the job with a mental illness and 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 never did anything that was reportable. So, I mean, you know, he he was I mean brilliant and now he's going for his phd which is great in um in the same in the same um sector so um so yeah he's coming back um star is coming back hopefully amy amy lee will be will be will actually be able to join us i know that when down in kentucky it's really tough for her and then john is supposed to come back and then we're also um uh, uh, the uh, Genevieve, the remote OT, the remote OT, I like, and her yeah. husband Tom, uh, Professor Tom, um, will be will be back as well. So yeah, I mean it's a it's an all star cast. Uh, I was really Coach P. We tried. She would. She did everything, um, but the schedule just did not line align when the majority of people. So we wanted to have Coach P on and and back. Uh, we will definitely get her back. I mean, we just, I mean, I miss Coach P, and it's great. And uh, and again, um, so you know, we have a couple of really cool things that we're planning with Joel and even Amy Doremus. So we just look forward to seeing you, uh, you guys, next week. We wish. I mean, look, guys, if you're on Facebook, if you're on the group, on the page, please go wish Rebecca well. Um, she needs to know that she's loved. She doesn't think anybody cares about the show. She doesn't think anyone cares about the fact that she's so smart. She doesn't <laughs> think anybody, her job is not impressive. I don't think anybody cares about anything. She doesn't think anyone cares about anything. So we like, we like, we, we, we want to show her love and support. And so that she knows that, you know, at least even if she's not feeling like she's, she's worthy, she is worthy because sometimes Everyone needs positive affirmation and everyone needs a community to love on them, you know? Should we do song of the week? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, stop rushing through the show. Um, it's no, it doesn't minutes. that doesn't matter. We have two and a half hours. If I know, we but want. you always said that you like to keep them around 30 minutes. I know, but listen, this is way too important. <laughs> you had a devastating week, honey. I don't know if it was devastating. Listen, everyone was telling me that I should take you to the hospital. And against their wishes, they I said. They were overreacting. Of course they were overreacting. Okay, but well, then it wasn't that devastating. No, it was. No, it was a devastating week. Oh. Nonetheless. Oh. Okay. And I was really worried about you. And I'm glad you're here and able to function. And we're able to bicker like we always do. It sucks when she does. See, you know how I know she's not feeling well? When she just goes, I really don't care. Would you? I don't care. And she just, <laughs> like, she won't engage me in a good debate. Mm. And, you know, and that's when I know she's feeling better. She's got her spunk back. <laughs> and she's spicy. You know, like, I, I, I love that, you know, like, that engagement. And the thing about it is, is that I would not know what to do if I didn't have that and you know, I was not gonna take you to the hospital and 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 um and and they would just drug me out. Yeah, I just you know, I'm just not not gonna let that happen. You know, we've 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 had some experts, do expert doctors who were the best in their field, and they even told us what it's like 
with other people. Just a common practice. Mm -hmm. They just pump you on a whole lot of crap and keep you sedated mm -hmm. when they still should be trying to find the right thing that helps balance you out. Yeah, so and you're that, not a zombie. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's, you know, so many of them exist and we need to find the right one for you. And if it's, if Dr. Noichi doesn't have the bandwidth, which I hope he does, because I text him and, uh, well, I just, <clears throat> I'm not feeling like Latuda is the right one. I don't think it is either, baby. I think there's a lot of options out there. Yeah. And I don't think that Latuda is it for me. No, I don't. Well, some of these people who were on, who are live listening, one person said that they could, they call wanted to in. ask, they wanted to call in, but I don't know how to do that. We already allow call in. You don't have to invite them. Oh, as a speaker? Yeah, no. We allow call in. Well, so if you guys want to call in, uh, ABC7 show, um, who's listening, um, you know, you definitely can call in. I, you know, I don't really know how it works, honestly, because I haven't done it. So, I mean, there's got to be a button somewhere that you call in. Yeah, Chuck, I don't believe that Latuda is very good either. I mean, some people have had success with it, but I'm just not one of those people. Um, I know that you can look at like what your family members have used. And sometimes that'll be a good benefit, like... And I know that my brother did well on lithium. He didn't feel well on lithium. But from the outside looking in, he was doing really well on lithium. Um, so, I mean, there's just a lot of other options out there. So I don't want to get stuck with one option. I think the biggest fear, of course, for everyone is weight gain. But I was on the Mixel. I was on the Mixel and my hair started falling out. Right. I mean, I know Lamictal is a great drug. It saved my life, but it it was a weird side effect. It's a very rare side effect. Well, let's just invite and let, let, let's invite <laughs> Chuck to the show. Chuck, come on and join in. We can have this discussion. It's a very rare side effect, but my hair started falling out. It was coming out in clumps, and as soon as I got off Lamictal and I got on Latuda, my hair stopped falling out. Right. Uh, he's at work. Oh, he can't call. Okay. He's at work. Totally get it. Totally get it. No worries. But yeah. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of other options out there. Lithium has, is proven. I mean, lithium is proven. It is tried and true, baby. That's yeah. been around since man that's been around. It's been around for a very long time. Yeah. I so mean. it is a tried and true drug, but even some of the newer drugs are good too. Right. Um, well, Latuda is a new drug. That's it the is thing. the it's one of the newer ones for bipolar depression. Right. Yeah, I've heard that about Lamictal or um, lithium that it can mess up your kidneys. Oh, um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they take your blood a lot when you're on lithium to make sure your lithium levels don't go too high because if they do, it can damage your liver and kidneys um, because they're what strain. Um, there's what it's what. You know, your kidneys filter everything. Yeah. No, I didn't. I had no idea that it was like, it was. Uh... Yeah. So you have to be really careful that your lithium levels don't get so high. So they like take your blood like every month, I think. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. So, yeah, I mean, and now there's some new ones that like if you're on an antipsychotic and it makes you depressed, they said, you can take this other drug. And it will balance you out. But the side effects are worse than just being depressed they on its all, own. But they all are. All the side effects are bad. I mean, if you read the side effects for the stuff I'm on, it's all bad. Really? 
I mean, Lexapro has some pretty extreme side effects too. Wow. But that's the problem is it's, it's, I don't have the mania as much as I have the bipolar depression. So <laughs> marijuana does help mania. I will agree with that. Marijuana does help mania. Um, but I have more of the bipolar depression than I have the mania. And even when I get manic, it's hypomanic. I don't go really, I don't go really high. Um, right. I just get hypomania, which I mean, everyone I know who's bipolar always says that I love going manic. I mean, manic, I'll do manic every day. I'll take manic over this depression every day. Now, my wallet doesn't like manic. I was going to say, you know, the wallet <laughs> doesn't like manic. And then also, I don't like when you come down from manic. Yeah, because then I go into depression. Right. And then medical marijuana helps. Um, yes, it does. It but, does. But you have to be careful. Like, you can't just go getting it off the street, you know. Well, and the other problem, Chuck, is I work for the federal government, so it's not legal for me. Right. Right. It is not legal for me. Hopefully they check. He goes, oh, too bad. Uh, no, it is too bad. It is too bad, Chuck. It is way too bad. Um, yeah, I mean, if I didn't work for the federal government, that'd probably be part of my regiment, to be honest. But yeah. Um, yeah. Who is it? Who? What? Who? Who Comedi is the one who came out and said that it was a bad thing? It was Trump's vice president. Oh, Pence? Pence. Pence was the oh. one who was really against it. Pence girlfriend need to just go ahead and like, you know, live his best life with his yeah. shiny shirts and just leave us alone. That's awesome that it keeps you working insane <laughs> so you can work seven days a week. I mean, whatever works, right? It is whatever works. Like, I'm all for what works. And honestly, if it can be more natural, the more natural the better because some of these drugs have some Crazy ass side effects. Well, you know, our friend in Puerto Rico, he absolutely came off of his drugs, remember? And like totally like uses marijuana to calm him down. Oh, what is his name? Uh John Paul. John Paul. That's yeah. right. John Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I mean John Paul does it. A lot of people we've interviewed does it over throughout, you know, the last three seasons. <laughs> no side effects except for eating a box of frosted flakes well you know you do have to watch your waistline when you like you know have those medicinal uh treatment herbal treatments see let's see let's let's play a game lexapro side effects uh-oh <laughs> common constipation decrease interest in sexual intercourse diarrhea so you can have either <laughs> dry mouth ejaculation delay gas in the stomach heartburn inability to have or keep an erection loss in sexual ability desire drive or performance sleepiness and trouble sleeping so you're either going to be tired or you can't sleep one of the two and you either are going to be constipated or run into the toilet or both you, or know? Both. <laughs> you ever had those days where you're like really constipated all of a sudden the world opens like no <laughs> You know, you see, like, the problem is, the problem is, is that we, every time you read the side effects of these drugs, I mean, I would just say, you know what, just give me OCD any day, which means OCD is not as, like, flip as people say, oh, yeah, I clean my room, like, no, I got OCD. OCD is not that flip. Because if you're willing to take a drug and know the risk, and the risk is either I'm going to poop my pants or my stomach's going to be hard as a rock. But gosh, and body may spontaneously combust. Right. That's pretty much exactly. what they're saying. Exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> Let's see. This is Latuda. Absence or decrease in body movement. Difficulty with swallowing, drooling, inability to sit still, ratchet-like movement, loss of balance, mask-like face, muscle discomfort, muscle trembling, need to keep moving, restlessness, rigid or stiff muscles, shakiness, shuffling walk, slow movement, slow reflexes. Oh my God. Stiffness, trembling or shaking, twisting movements of the body. Chuck said he had, Chuck, Chuck said he had everything, including the tremors. I know. It's, oh God. I mean, it just makes you say, you know what? Forget this. I'm just going to live in the woods. I'm going to like live in like, <laughs> like a, uh, like, like, like a hut and I'm going to kill animals and, and live in their fur and I'm going to live off the land because I can't deal with the side effects of these medications. Well, it really makes you, and then the trazodone, blurred vision, confusion, dizziness, faintness, lightheadedness, sweating, unusual tiredness. So I'm going to be sweating. I'm going to be shitting. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to be jerking. <laughs> like all these things can go wrong. Perfect for driving. Yes. Perfect for driving. I doctor. mean, if you walk down the street and you had all those symptoms, <laughs> People would look at you and like call a bus. They'd call a bus quicker than if I just went yeah. unmedicated bipolar. Good lord. They'd look at you and be like, okay, something is wrong she here. She is not well. She is not well at all. Yeah, she yeah. is not well. And yeah. then the funny thing, what I love, what I absolutely love, is all my medications have interactions with each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's the best. <laughs> and you know, when you Google like Latuda and Lexapro, they have a whole webpage dedicated to it. Yeah. <laughs> so on, on my app, I have a drugs, it's called drugs, it's drugs app. And it'll list all the side effects and it'll tell you if anything's interacting with each other. And I'm on like a dark purple because everything interacts with each other and they all have issues. I'm like, oh, Jesus. So I don't envy medication managers because they have to deal with this right and they have to pick the best of the worst right to treat you well yes but you also have to be a little investigative you have to be patient you also have to listen to your patients and you also can't just you know dismiss when their attitude changes as if it was just something that they can change at a drop of a dime. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's that's just not how it works. That's not how it works. And it hasn't worked that way for you. I mean, if that was the case, that we could have gone to church, somebody could have laid hands on you, we could have put oil on you, right. and we could have all shouted and spoken tongues and prayed. I just don't pray enough. That's what it is. You know what? There is prayer has to be applied in the appropriate way. That is very true. <laughs> that is very true. Prayer is not is not a switch and jesus for, is not your atm for human nature and jesus is not your atm that's very true you know um i used to be yeah because we're not praying enough chuck chuck says wait is that why we still have cancer in the world that's it that's right we're not praying enough. the problem is, is that we have original sin right and the world will not become born again and until the world becomes born again we're gonna have nothing but because cancer. there's only one true religion well we're gonna have cancer we're gonna have bipolar and schizophrenia and all this stuff because you haven't really oh and homosexuality because you haven't devoted yourself to jesus Oh, who was this? Oh, no, uh -uh, uh -uh. no. Nah, nah. Like, okay. Oh, that's his podcast. Welcome. Okay. Welcome. You know what? Listen, you know what? 
Joe Antonio entered the room. Yeah, what KKK no coons. That's what he says. I'm sorry, Joe. Um, you might not know this, but Steven is black. No, they might know that. They might think. You know what? They might think. They might think I'm that Uncle Tom at Sebastian's school. <laughs> who just they got it twisted all right let's not get off what okay all right. To say. all right that's it no i mean you know what listen i mean the thing is is that it takes all kinds and everyone cares about mental illness even the kkk apparently you know, you know what and listen you know there was a story of a black dude that was down in the south who actually went and embraced one of the grand wizards of the kkk and they got to know each other and they you know i don't know whether they changed each other's hearts but they built a relationship yeah, you know, one of my good friends in college used to swing, like, used to fly the Confederate flag, used to wear a Confederate flag shirt. By the time he was, uh, we graduated, he, he had educated himself and and uh, realized that what he did was wrong and it was different. So, I mean, I'm not trying to change anybody. I meet people where they are. And, and the thing about it is, is that we can talk, we can disagree, but you know what? At the end of the day, we can have a beer. And I'll sit down and I'll laugh at you if you say something that's wrong, if you quote some data that's wrong. But the thing is, is that we can always, and this is probably why some of my, you know, you know when I told you, I was like, why are always these people always my friend? Like, I could never figure it out. It's because I allow people to just be where they are. And I don't you judge meet them. people where they are. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you've yeah. always done that. Yeah, I've always done that. So, you know, it's all good. Look, I'll join the show. Because we're talking about mental illness. So... What did he say? Convert, you're killing us? No. Uh, he says, damn Leroy convert, you're killing us because you were preaching. Oh, <laughs> all right, Chuck, chill out. <laughs> we were vibing for a second. Um, but, okay. but anyway, but like, okay, so what's your song of the week that describes your mood? Okay, so the song of the week is um, Into the Ocean by Blue Octopus. October. That's an old one. He said, no, I meant. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I... No, I thought that was funny. Um, I'm not really a Leroy, though. People always think I look like Michael Jackson, though. No, you don't. They used to call me Michael. No, you don't. Yeah, yeah. What my old mechanic. Like baby and... Michael? Baby Michael. Yeah, well before like, I want to be white Michael. Yeah, yeah. It was black Michael. No, you don't. Yeah, they said I, I meant that Leroy is the one last guy to convert. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Leroy! Damn it, Leroy. Lay hands on Leroy. You know? I had an uncle named Leroy. You did have an uncle named but Leroy. But we called him Leroy. Not Leroy? No, it was Leroy. Leroy. Yes. <laughs> Leroy. No, not La. Lee. Leroy. <laughs> Sorry, Benja. Right, play, play our song. <laughs> no, no, it's all good, Chuck. You know what? I love you. Thank you. Um, anyway, so, no, you gotta set it up, honey. We can't rush I, through I things. I just said, I just said it. No, you didn't. You said, you didn't tell me the song, did you? Yes, I said that it's Into the Ocean by Blue October. The problem is I was too busy caught up in the Chuck's Leroy joke, and, uh, that I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, Into the Ocean by Blue October. It's an old one, but it fits the mood of the week. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You don't Bow. even know the song. I don't know the song. You just going with it. I'm going with it. Okay. That's it. So remember this week, empathy is not black. It's not gay. It's by because you know what? For it, everyone. It's for everyone. It's a two-way street, baby. If we start giving people that space, even if you're KKK, no coons allowed, you will allow people to grow, you know, and I'll pray for you too, um, you know, while I'm still having a shot and eating some edibles because I don't work for the federal government. <laughs> 
No, I'm yeah. kidding. He can do it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, into the show ocean this week is the uh the song of the week and we wish you well and again if you guys want to stop by twitter stop by facebook page please show some rebecca some love because it has been an absolute nightmare of a week especially with that person from the cancel culture world telling her that she should get off of her meds you know <laughs> thanks chuck come back you know what in uh anytime um, and, um, I would be curious to learn more about your mental health journey as well. You brought up some very good points and thank you for contributing. And I'm sorry you're at work and you can't talk. So thank you very much. Um, so let's, let's just get into the show. And after that, we'll have a message, um, as we always do. Um, honey, did you want to leave them with some special words before we, I have no special words, baby. I'm just barely feeling better today. You I guess I will say. With bipolar, we have to remember that it's waves. And so when we do get depressed, as much as it feels like it's going to be forever, it's not because we'll always come out of the wave. We always go up and down. So it sounds trite, but what goes down must come up. You know, speaking of which, that might all those homeboys need to pull up their pants and stop showing their butt. Okay, I tried to leave us with a special word, and you had to change it into something ridiculous. Well, because you said what comes down must go up. I want the pants to go up and a belt to go turn turn on. Great. Or at least come on. Anyway, thank you, babe. That was really sweet. And uh, we wish you well. I'm so glad to see you somewhat feeling better. Somewhat. And But I think I'm, I'm happy that you're feeling better, and, and, I, and I love you to death, and I want you to continue to fight. And um, we trying. Well, it hurt my it hurt my heart when you were saying you all those things, and I know it wasn't you. Yeah, we trying. Yeah, I know. Well, I'll give you a big virtual hug, and I want everybody to give you a big virtual hug this week, and um, and uh, have a good week, everybody. The show, uh, of course, releases uh Sunday. every Sunday at eight a.m. No different this week. Join us next week for the summit. Uh, we'll have a great discussion on mental health, and it'll probably come from a um, from a um, a professional standpoint, and also an actual um, what patient standpoint. So we'll have two point of views uh, right there on the show, and uh, and it should be a good discussion. So thank you for joining us again. Thank you for all the support. By the way, I do want to say thank you to everyone around the world in Eastern Europe, um, who in Kenya. And um, uh, Spain, South America, Canada, of course, in America, Australia, like who are listening to the show. I think we, you know, we kind of dropped off in, in the Philippines, which means we probably need to, you know, start some advertising again. So, thank Botswana, Chuck, you're funny. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you, thank you for your support, and thank you for listening. We have huge contingency in Alabama. Alabama, North Dakota, huge in Wisconsin, in Washington, huge in, of course, Maryland, our backyard. I mean, that makes sense. And then California is huge. And uh, so in Georgia, thank you. And then we you know just spread out sporadically throughout the country uh, after that. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the support. I hope we're giving you something that will help you survive. If you have a loved one with mental illness, or you're like Rebecca, surviving and fighting mental illness every day. And if an idiot tells you to come off your medication, don't listen. Don't listen.
I'm just a normal boy that sank when I fell overboard My ship would leave the country, but I'd rather swim ashore Without a life this I'd be stuck again Wish I was much more masculine Maybe then I could learn to swim like 14 miles away Now floating up and down, I spin colliding into sound Like whales beneath me diving down I'm sinking to the bottom of my everything that freaks me out House game has just run out I'm cold as cold as cold can be Thank you for listening to another week of Bipolar Girl. 
and the words of Grammy Award-winning artist from Africa, Amou Sangari, who I absolutely love, Confico, the uncertainty of things. You know, living with a mental illness or living with someone with a mental illness can be uncertain at times, but that's why we do this show. We do this show to create community and a place where you can express yourself and get knowledge. Right, honey? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason we have the show, right? Though, again, things might be uncertain, you can be certain that we're here for you. Godspeed, and have a great week. (laughs) 